and welcome to episode 27 of the Geek Conclave Mixtapes. So we, this episode is going to be kind of uh, going back and forth in time, kind of like Loki, so it's all on theming. <laughs> so um, we're going to do like a segment that me and Paul recorded uh, the other day, and then we'll do present time discussion of Loki. So um, I didn't even introduce myself. I am Eddie Fergoso. I am the host. And then I'm going to bring in my co-host right now, so I'm going to switch it to... See everybody? So, I have Paul. How's it going, Paul? What's up, Eddie? And then I got Tommy. How's it going, Tommy? I'm glad I made it today, my bad, guys. It's all good, man. Don't don't worry about it. Water under the bridge. Um, So, (laughs) um, try to be a little hyper. Um, If this brand wants to sponsor me, I'm drinking another one. Yeah, half and half. I really like this product. Twisted tea. So, only drink if you're over 21, kids. Yeah, but, um, so, I can't really see it because I'm sitting down and I'm fat, but, um, uh, so this is my Comic-Con shirt, even though it's, like, a parody, Hollywood Chronicon. Today would be Comic-Con, but it's a virtual Comic-Con, so. Second year in a row, we didn't get to go. Nobody got to go, but, (laughs) but, uh, yeah, it is, uh, it would be Comic-Con weekend if, uh, there was no COVID. Or actually, would there, or would it have been last week? It's one of the two weeks, I would say. Yeah, but, uh, let's say if it was this week, we most likely would have been in San Diego eating tacos al gordo at this time. Mm -hmm. So, um... Yeah, so besides it being Comic-Con and slightly depressing that I'm at my house, uh, how are you guys doing? How's everybody? Just same, same, working, trying to trying to catch up on the movies that I keep on missing, but other than that, having a good time. Cool, cool, cool. Yeah, uh, everything's pretty good. Just got a new dog. Her name is Britta. It's a multi-poo. She's awesome. She has oh, her own actually, Instagram page. She's, she's, in, yes. she's Instagram famous. <laughs> yeah, not yet, but she, she will. Be. <laughs> she will be. What's 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 that? What's that Instagram? It's Britta dot ftw or Britta for the win. Yeah, it's community community heavy uh, inspired dog. Yes, very. Problem solved. Dilemma deleted. Britta for the win. Like as I said, it it, it is Comic Con. Um, really fast, just to kind of talk about it. Um, there's a lot of panels, like way too many to talk about. So I'm just going to say if you want to like watch them, it's really easy. The cool thing about it, like it being at home again, is that anybody can watch these panels like they're free and they're recorded. So you can go back and watch them. So you just literally go to like comiccon.com or org or just the actual website. And then, um, if you link your Google account, you can like Google Calendar the stuff and you can watch it like it'll pop up or you literally just go click on any panel you want. So it's really cool. Um, the only other thing that's like, I guess, kind of like the exclusive stuff that is the Comic-Con-esque things are the collectibles. So um, Funko's doing their own thing. It's called Funcon. Like there's a whole registration thing if you haven't signed up for it just wait till next year because you're not going to get it now um the but um walmart's doing something <laughs> it's really weird sorry 
That's all good. I this is the first time they're doing it. It's called um, Collector Con. So um, yeah, they uh, it's it goes from t- July twenty second to July twenty fifth. So they've already we're recording today on the twenty third. So there's been some stuff like uh, clicked on their website right now, and it's like if you do show all, it's like two pages worth of stuff. So. Right now, like, the stuff that sticks out to me, I don't know if I'll buy them, but, I mean, if I had the money and it was, you know, expendable, then by all means, yeah, but, uh, there's a really cool Rocketeer figure, um, they have the Captain America Infinity War Legends figure, and then the Hulk, uh, Legends figure, it's the Red Hulk and the Green Hulk, so those are, like, kind of what stuck out to me, they're on the second page, uh, anything stick out to you guys from when you saw from those two pages nothing that i see really i'm kind of going over it right now um but yeah nothing nothing that i would wait like in a really long line or join the lottery for yeah the uh i forget the other thing too that's actually on page one i guess it was revealed today um that darkwing duck q figure is also pretty cool oh which one i didn't see that one. it's on the first page it is going for 1995 it will ship to you September that's, 1st. That's pretty good. So. Um, yeah, I think the, uh, that one that stood out the most was the Q-Fig uh, Rocketeer that you mentioned. Um, everything else is just what I, I mean. The the Legends was pretty cool. That, that whole theory, The ones you mentioned were, were really cool. Um, nothing else really stood out, like Paul said. Yeah. So, ironically, I was going to try to do, like... A GoFundMe for Paul, but it already <laughs> sold out. So, uh, the exclusive huh. figure that Paul wanted and I thought was really cool and was hoping we'd be able to get it for him was the Mondo Wolverine figure. So, it's the uh, animated series. Uh, you've seen it as a meme where it's Wolverine with the picture frame. Um, the original thing is like Jean Grey, but the meme is like whatever you want it to be. The funniest one I've seen mm-hmm. was so far was like when we got kicked out of the Lakers got kicked out of the playoffs and, and someone put like, it was the championship. <laughs> so <laughs> that, that was like the funniest one I've seen recently. Um, but there's some other cool, like exclusive figures. So like, th- um, I'm getting one. It's like from entertainment earth. Um, it is, uh, the mini, uh, beast King. Sorry. My, my headphones keep messing up guys. It's the mini, um, egg attacks. It is a two-pack. It is Hulk and Korg playing video games on the couch, which is going to go right on my Xbox Series X, because that's where I think it should go. Um, but, um, like, the runs right now that are being teased, like, if you go on IGN, they're talking about there's the Jurassic Park figure and then Transformer figures. Eh, it's, uh, I mean, it, it is what it is, but the Jurassic... Park one is uh, Samuel Jackson getting his arm, arm eaten, which you didn't actually see <laughs> in the movie. So, yeah, I think it's funny. Um, so since we're not at Comic Con, I'm just gonna say, what do you guys miss? I'll go first because I know Paul. Paul has more experience at Comic Con than than both of us. Um. I just miss us all hanging out, like just going out there, just hanging out together, like just a cool weekend, just doing what we want to do, you know? Yeah. Um, 
cosplay, all the stuff, the cool things they sell there, all the figures I, I collect over there, the prints, the, the artist, the artist alley, like all that stuff. Um, I don't miss the crowds. I don't miss the lines. <laughs> That's all Comic Con is. <laughs> yeah. So, don't miss any of that stuff. Paul. Uh, yeah, I, I pretty much miss, miss the atmosphere of everything. Like I, I do miss the the people because after being with what's it called indoors all times, not being in big crowds, you kind of miss that because we've never really had anything really huge to do any anymore, you know. So yeah, um, even though it's something that we did we don't like, I kind of. It kind of makes what Comic Con what it is, you know. Um, I miss, like, even when you guys are saying the lines and stuff. I thought it was pretty fun when we were in line for Hall H while the Marvel panel was yeah, going on. That was still and really seeing cool. everybody reacting when all the news was coming out. That was pretty fun because you could hear like little echoes, like in the under the tents of like, oh, something's something's happening, and we need to we need to check our phones and stuff. I'm like, oh, dude, that's like that's yeah. like Comic Con, you know. Uh, I miss the people. I miss hanging out with like you guys, all like Steve, Tara, Paolo, Chris, the guys that snuck me in before. <laughs> um, so I miss I miss all those guys too. So yeah, Comic Con's about the people. Yeah, agreed. No, I I do miss it. Um, the the two times that I've gone now like physically seeing even though they're annoying it is kind of funny to see them because they've actually been at other conventions is those people with the signs of the jesus signs they're pretty funny <laughs> so i i and i always yeah. like how people react to them all all like funny like i think it's funny i just like mm-hmm. walk past them and just like why i don't get the point of like why you would go out there and like spend money for the police to protect you and be telling all these people that what they're into is going to send them to hell and then you have all the people that are yeah. mad, and then, like, I like when the people, like, you know, like, the, the the gays will go and, like, make out in front of them and stuff, like, purposely piss them off. I just think it's hilarious. Yeah. So, but, There was uh, one dude, when, uh, there was... Go ahead. Go ahead, Paul. Uh, I, I love it when you have, like, a lot of Deadpools with their own signs, and they're just, like, right in front of them. Oh, yeah. Just trolling. It's fun. What were you going to say, Tommy? There's one dude I remember one year that was like, he was mocking mocking the religious people where he was he was pretending to be one of them, but he was just saying off the wall stuff and he was walking around just screaming at the top of his lungs and it was just <laughs> funny. It was funny. But then, what's it called? Um, Paul, I remember we met the other Paul. He's from New Zealand. Um, yeah. And he he made a good comment on it. He was saying that by them doing that. It made him get teary because he grew up in the. He was saying he grew up in the church, and he just said that their message totally abolishes the church church church's message. That it's being a part of the church is about love and acceptance, and they're just adding, like just being divisive and yeah. and judging and and just they they take that like they took the total meaning of of the the message they're trying to send like totally out of it or something. So. He had a really good take on it. I, I really appreciated his take on it, which was pretty cool. Was this uh, the last one he went to? 
2019. Yeah, it was our neighbor. He was he was, at the Her- he was staying in the same hotel. Oh yeah, that's right. You I just think- told me. I remember now. Yeah, I remember. You were you were went to you went to a, a panel or you went to like a, a signing or something. Me and Paul, you left early in the morning. We left later and then we yeah. kind of had a conversation with them at on the train. Oh, it was That's like I, cool. I, I went to go stand in line to meet Kevin Smith. No, yeah. you were at the, the the good. It was the some restaurant or something. Oh like no! When I went to go, like yeah, I went to go. It was uh, I went to go eat breakfast at the good place. I don't think you got breakfast though. Yeah, it was. You, I got the line was too long. No, 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 I got breakfast. Did you get? You got? No, there oh, okay. was somewhere else I was gonna go. I don't remember though. But I ended up going to a good place by default because the good place was available. I don't remember what it oh. was. Though. It wasn't that memorable? Just, but the good place was though. Like I, I do, I do like that. I think I'll, I have, I, I have, I, I have uh, actually clips of that day saved because the rest of the other stuff unfortunately got corrupted. Um, so I have, I have that. I'll put that in here. So as a I regret answer. not getting up with you and going to whatever line you wanted to go to. Um, I was just being a lazy, lazy that weekend. So I could, it's all good. I could sleep and I, I, could, I slept in. So my bad. Next time we go out. Do you guys have a fond memory of Comic Con? Any particular one? Uh, besides meeting Kevin Smith, um, <laughs> uh, the uh, last year the other highlight was uh, that dog, Super Ollie. So <laughs> he was really dope. It was uh, at the Q figures. Um, I wish I had a, I should have gotten his Q figure because his Q figure also was like a charity thing. Um, but ironically, his Q figure was the most expensive one too. But um, but it was it was a good cause. I should have bought it. Um, that dog passed. The dog passed away. I think, right? I don't know. Did he? Oh, don't tell me I that. Think, I yeah. think. I now think. I think he did away. Dude, why would you bring that up? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm not. I'm just saying. He I was said, old when we when we went there. Like so, and I think I think. I think one of you guys sent me the, the message that he passed away. No, I hope he didn't pass away, no. but I thought I thought one of you guys said, "Who else sent me that message?" I don't talk to I don't know. Like, oh, I'm looking it up right now. So you you should just fade out this uh, podcast right now. Just hold on. Mm-hmm. Shout out to, <laughs> shout out to uh, the dog, the Ollie, Ollie. Yeah. And I hope that, that he's still alive. Someone someone find out. And let me know. I can't find it right now. Honestly, I don't want to spend the whole podcast looking this up because Tommy dropped a bombshell if this dog died I'm going to be depressed I'm going to drink I another one of these did. in his memory hope he didn't die pour one out pour one out pour one out for the first Super Ollie it's a kick ass dog kick ass French Bulldog another one of the dream dogs that I would like although I hear they have health problems but hmm. Frenchie they're super so, expensive too yeah we, we've had no comic-con really for two years mm-hmm. in these two years is there something that you wish would have had like a uh, something at comic-con like uh, a presence for like marvel something for a movie was there anything there that you would have wanted to see there well my dream situation would be to meet mcu people so okay Particularly of the female variety, so Brie Larson, <laughs> um, Elizabeth Olsen, Haley Atwell, yeah. Yes, yes. And then, because Star Wars, I would want to meet Daisy Ridley, even though that's done. But um, I don't know, man. Um, I guess if it was going on now, just like based off what I like, actually, I hope they do do it. Um, 
later on because I actually really like that show now. I just, I'm going to wait till next week to start watching second season. But Ted Laszlo, if they're doing something for Ted Laszlo, I think that'd be cool. Um, what show is that? It's on Apple. Oh, Apple, Apple, Apple Plus. It's a J- Jason Sudeikis. It's really good. Like, like, there's like a meme out there where it's literally like it's a guy who's like got like a gratifying like like thumbs up or anything it's because like it says when you get that text from your friend saying you're fucking right ted laszlo is really good and uh hmm. it's a really good show like honestly like if you haven't watched it it's really good the first season it's, it's a very wholesome uh wholesome show and he plays like a really ni- like his character is like a really nice guy that you want to root for so it's just like yeah i don't know he just it's, it invites you it does a really good job so if they had something like that so if this has something like that for like Mythic Quest, so if Apple has like a presence at cons, that'd be pretty cool because I do oh like my some gosh, of the that'd stuff. Be... Yeah, like Mythic Quest, and then the boys. Um, boys, they kind of did something, and I just kind of wish that like one that I knew about it, so you could have gone to it. But like, yeah, if they just yeah. do something more like what they did earlier, like two months ago, which was the whole um, like drive-in experience, just something like that. Drive-in experience. Yeah, it was it was basically because like, I I was for, uh, surprisingly for season three which they're filming, but it was just like uh, you could go to, um, what is it Vaunt Vaunt I I forget, the name of the company that owns the superheroes. Voight. the Voight? something Vought. with the you may be right. I think it's Vaunt. I think you're right. Yeah, but um, like Vought. like it's it's a story to it. Like you literally like you drove and like because you could buy food and stuff, but it literally was like you were going to go meet the superheroes shooting their movie like in the second season. And then, like, something happens, and then it ends up being, like, a, a tie into, like, season three. So. Oh, cool. It was, like, a one, it was a two-day event, but it, like, sold out. It was free, and that's the, I just found out about it, like, the weekend after. I was like, son of a bitch. But, like, I mean, that's the cool thing about Comic-Con. Even though to go to that stuff is, like, really long, because I remember we we dipped at the, the Watchmen one, because the line was too, too oh, long yeah. for it. It was too much technical difficulties. Didn't it, like, break down, too? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's too yeah. many technical difficulties. But I did have... I had that water bottle for the longest time, and I think I got rid of it now. The water was good. <laughs> I got free water from it, and it was, like, a themed water bottle for... Um, his name's escaping me. The blue guy. Dr. Manhattan. There you go. Dr. Manhattan. It was, like... I remember it was supposed to be, like, we were supposed to, like, go send... In, uh, like... It was supposed to turn you into, like, Dr. Manhattan or something like that. We never got to do it, but yeah. you would have gotten, like, a cool little digital thing I could have uploaded. And then I remember the year before, um, because Steven and um, his girlfriend did it, they did the where they were dressed as Deadpool and Catwoman, and the, it was the Overwatch oh. Overwatch thing. Yeah. Like, little stuff like that is, like, what's cool at Comic-Con. Like, it's the little things like that. And then, like Paul said in the video that I'm going to put up, randomness, the random things. <laughs> I want to see this. Yeah, I'll, I'll put it up. Do you remember this, Tommy? What's that? Random thing. So, like, I was I was coincidentally filming you guys, and it was just, like, asking. It was, like, on the last day. Like, it was when Paul was doing his time lapse, and I was uh-huh. just asking you guys, like, what's the favorite thing? Because you told me, like, your favorite thing was, like, whooping my ass at NBA 2K in the, in the hotel room. Oh. And then <laughs> – and then, Paul was like, oh, yeah, like, my favorite thing is, like, you know, just chilling. It's, like, a mini vacation, and then it's, like, the random things. And then, like, the next second, like, security guard, like, off camera, and you hear, it's like, hey, that kid can't sit there. Whose kid is that? Because there's a kid behind Paul, like, I guess, sitting against, like, a balcony or something. Uh, I don't know, like, the random stuff that happens are usually, like, the most memorable. So, I'd say 
Like maybe Red Manuel uh, Miranda was pretty dope. Excuse me, the kids can't sit on the hoose. Son, is that? It's not our kid. <laughs> you gotta come down, son. No sitting on the hill. Thank you. Cool. Like cool, I cool. said, the random stuff. <laughs> Dope. It's really funny. But uh, yeah, yeah. That, 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 I don't remember that part particularly, but um, yeah, that's cool. It's funny. Well, hopefully. We get to go to um, LA Comic Con, so I looked it up because seeing that it was Comic Con, I wanted to see like the next time we can actually attend a con. So hopefully, the world doesn't go back to shit <laughs> with this variant coming out. So this is gonna be that time oh, man, where I'm gonna where I'm segway. yeah I'm gonna say the whole fucking plug, and I don't give a fuck if people are mad. You damn anti-vaxxers, get the fucking vaccine mm. unless it's gonna kill you. If the vaccine, I know some people can't get it because of like health issues then by all means, don't. But the rest of everyone else get it so that we have the herd immunity that everybody supposedly wanted to get when you get it. Like when they're like, oh, I'm just going to get herd immunity because I've had COVID now, so like I'm, I'm, I'm immune to it. Whatever. All right? So this gave me some liquid courage. Fuck you people. <laughs> I would like to go back to fucking normal. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Because if everyone's like, oh, well, if you're getting the vaccine, I don't have to get vaccinated. Wrong, motherfucker. That's why the Delta variant is out there now. And some probably some other fucking variant that's coming too because people don't want to fucking get vaccinated. The Loki um. variant. Mm. I hope, I hope for God's I sake that doesn't, it's not what it's named. Please get vaccinated. Because everybody wants to go back to normal. And then apparently, I'm going to use that to talk about comics. So it's a rumor. For those of you who like, look at your Instagram feed. My Instagram feed, like when you go to the Discover area is really random and geeky because I, all I watch is like Marvel shit and DC shit. So on one of those things it was like some random Instagram but it said there was a rumor two days ago that the reason Sony has not released the Spider-Man No Way Home trailer is because of the vaccination numbers. How that correlates I don't know but apparently Sony isn't going to release this fucking trailer until you fuckers get vaccinated. So if you want to see the fucking trailer get vaccinated. And then Sony will release it, according to this Instagram website. <laughs> that's crazy if, it, if that's true. That is I crazy mean, if it's fucking true. But. Yeah. I mean, I understand where they're coming from, too, because they they spent a lot of money on these movies. They spent up to, sometimes up to $400 million making these these huge um, uh, superhero movies. And they're going to want their money back, so... In order to get their money back, the, everything has to stay open. Yep. Go to the theater and watch it. And stuff, so. I mean, Black Widow got <laughs> delayed. It was what? A year. because. Well, yeah. no, but like it was three times because it was May. And then it was supposed to be... December, it was, right? Yeah, December. And then it was supposed to be... Uh, wasn't it supposed to be again in like in July? No, 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 no. November. I don't know. It's been a couple times. This is starting to kick in, so... But, yeah. Bottom line is just, please fucking get vaccinated. So, as I was saying before I went on to that rant, LA Comic Con is supposed to be December 3rd to December 5th. So hopefully we can go. The tickets are on sale now if people would like to go. It's 24 bucks a day for general admission. They have like a, a three-day pass you can get for like 65 bucks, which is not bad, so... 
That's for general. Hmm? What are the dates again? Uh, December 3rd to December 5th. So, so they will... push you back. Normally yeah. it's in October, that's why. Well, yeah. but So I will be requesting that time off at work. Hopefully my work approves it because just like Best Buy, there's a cutoff period where you can't like request time off anymore because of the holidays. But I think the loophole is as long as I request it before October 15th or something like that, they'll at least consider giving me the day off. This segment is uh, previously recorded. Uh, me and Paul just decided to do this without Tommy because uh, Tommy didn't see Space Jam. So it wouldn't be fair to talk about Space Jam and have him just sit there. So uh, we're going to talk about Space Jam. But before we do, Paul has a package that he received. Paul, would you like to show the folks? I sure did. First, I'm going to say shout out to Kelly Knox. If you guys don't know who Kelly Knox is, Go follow her Twitter, her Instagram. She is a writer on uh, on uh, what's it called certain Star Wars stuff, some DC comics, and more importantly for this case, this was something from something that she did for Marvel. Um, I just entered a little really fast contest to just retweet her tweet because she just released a book, and I just happened to win it on a whim, which is kind of crazy. So, Story if you guys Paul's ever life. see any. <laughs> If you guys ever see a contest on Twitter, it, it's just try it. Just press retweet or whatever. It it works. Like I, I can attest to winning contests on Twitter. You guys know that. So for those I'm of you who ever ask, up. do they ever win Funkos? He's one. He's the one of those people that has. <laughs> I've won one Funko, so I'm I'm happy with that. But more importantly, I won something from Kelly Knox. So first off, shout out to Kelly Knox for this, and I will open it up. Awesome. I don't think we've done an, any unboxing on your uh, not on the podcast. Your show before, so I have to like describe this to the people, huh? Yeah. It's a white box. <laughs> UPS. No, U UPS. No, no, USPS. Not USPS. USPS. I, my, USPS. Yeah. I just ruined the visual for like all the podcast <laughs> listeners. Everyone's all. Oh, it's a brown box. Nope. It's and th this is for the ASMR listeners. Here's some packaging. Crinkle it. It's, it's very crinkly. And. Nice, cool package right oh, here. Looks like you got a note. I have a little. I did. It says, I hope you enjoy it. And she put Kelly on here. So, That's cool awesome. little note. Thank you, Kelly. This looks cool. So cool. the book that she just released is going to be Marvel Monsters, Creatures of the Mo uh, Marvel Universe Explored. So honestly, this this book is going to be good for something, maybe even for this podcast or the like the Loki stuff, because I hopefully there's going to be something from that on there. So is it like but, all comics, or is it just like uh, like short stories? Well. Uh, I believe these are gonna be like descriptions and stuff of so kind of like kind of like a visual visual guide. Pretty much. I just want to see if King is in here. Uh, no. So it's gonna be like all the actual monsters. It seems like so. Here's Ka, uh, Sprag, the Living Hill. These are gonna be like some of the. Like, these are gonna be some of the 
C and D. C and D lists. Yeah. Is Abomination on cool there? Cool to see. Though. Let's see. I saw um, Groot was on there. Yeah. Yeah, Groot there he is. Isn't. Groot. Uh, he goes off a medical, so he's probably in the beginning. Let's see. Oh, oh no! So thing. oh, it's, it's not. I saw a man. It's thing. gonna be. Is it like when they how like they appeared? Based so it's gonna be classified, actually. Oh, okay. So it's gonna be classified with aquatic, amphibians, and reptiles, mammals, aerial, artificially created, space and other dimensions, uh, monster teams, and yeah. Uh, let me see if abomination. Uh, he probably would be an artificially created. No, I do not see Abomination. Is Hulk in there? Hulk, I did see. Where, where was he? He should be an artificially created. Well, actually, maybe I... not. I guess they weren't artificially created. It was a freak accident, but they were man-made. Eh. Check Mammal. He's a Mammal. Like, oh, <laughs> yeah. He, he's, under, he's under Monster Teams. So, page 188. I know I just sucked too. Yeah, there he is. So, he gives you some nice art from the Marvel Universe on here. And then, of course, it kind of has a little backstory on the side, which is awesome. And some cool Hulk oh, cool. art. It's from the comics, right? Yeah. That's dope. It has the Marvel zombies in here. Oh, awesome. that's sick. So, overall, it's pretty cool. It gives you the knowledge of all these uh, monsters that you don't really hear too much on sometimes. Two-headed thing I've never heard of, but that's pretty dope. That's cool. Uh, it might be one of those before. things, like, if they end up being in the MCU, you can go back and look at the book. Oh, yeah, Absolutely. That's so cool. yeah, that's pretty much the book that I won, and I'm gonna leave that little note in here because Kelly is asking. That's cool, man. Oh, I think she actually signed it. Oh yeah, here it goes. She actually signed the book. It's right uh, up on the top. Oh, that's kick ass. Awesome. So shout out to Kelly Knox. Not an ad, but do check out this uh, this book. Looks cool. The cover's pretty kick ass. Scott Groot and who's yeah. that in the back? I am not too sure, but I'll probably look at it to find out. That's cool though. And monsters, cool, though. creatures of the Marvel Universe explored. That's cool. Yep. Thanks again, Kelly. Tell you guys, Paul wins all this stuff all the time. Yeah, I shoot my shot on Twitter, and I <laughs> those are the. Things that I, I I get baskets on, I guess. I, I wonder if you'd want to take some of those back so you can get some shoes from the sneakers app. <laughs> yeah. But you, you did finally win one, though, after how many years? Like three years of the sneakers app. And never winning. So, that's one. Awesome. Well, um, so, speaking of sneakers, I guess we'll just transition to Space Jam. 
Why? Because <laughs> they did make sneakers. Did I get them? No. Didn't even didn't even try because I knew I wasn't gonna get them. They did look pretty cool but though. The Wild and Coyote ones. You... Yes. Yeah. Those ones are those nice. were pretty dope. So, um, for those of you who can't see Space Jam in a theater, or if you're in the uh, IE and are wondering, like how I saw it in Dobie, I had to drive to what? What is Norwalk? O- OC or Nor- is it Norwalk? That's pretty much LA County. So LA County. So yeah, Norwalk is the only close, like movie, like close theater that has it in Dobie, um, and they only yeah. have it at. Uh, 3 p.m. So that window is most exactly. likely most likely closing because I'm pretty sure um, Jungle Cruise will take that because I'm pretty sure Jungle Cruise is Adobe. Um, actually, isn't Snake Eyes also on Adobe? It should be. I believe. So I think right now Snake Eyes is is like sharing Adobe th- theaters with Black Widow. If certain theaters are doing, like, a couple showings of, like, Snake Eyes and then Black Widow. But regardless, I'm pretty sure after the 30th, you won't be able to see uh, Space Jam in Dobie. But you uh, you also can still watch it on HBO Max. So I watched it again. I've seen it twice. And uh, it's still, still the same for me. So, uh, <laughs> so uh, I guess we'll just say the critics review of it pretty harsh um i think too harsh to be honest with you i feel that a lot of the stuff i've seen on imdb and rotten tomatoes is just straight up lebron haters so i mean i guess that's gonna happen uh i will just go on a limb and say it is not the first movie i watched the first movie again and it still holds up and it also might be a nostalgia thing but I don't know. It also has like a more memorable soundtrack, because the soundtrack for this one was kind of disappointing. But uh, that's enough for out of me. I'll let Paul talk. Go ahead, Paul. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I actually generally like the movie. Um, I'm not the one who's gonna always mention Space Jam One and always try to grab at that. It's a new generation. That movie's been out since what, 25 years ago? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, close to 25 years ago. So some things have to change, but I know MJ, he is the greatest. I know I'm wearing a LeBron jersey, but I even I know MJ's the greatest. Space Jam 1, a great movie, but it also has its faults too. But oh, for yeah. me, for Space Jam, uh, this new one, I thought it was fine. Like, besides the, the cringeworthy acting with LeBron in certain parts... I I, I kind of look past that because I know LeBron isn't Denzel Washington. He's not? <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's not. He really is not. But he was funny in he's that one Denzel movie. Washington playing what was that movie? Um, is it Trainwreck? He was, he was all right in that. Oh, yeah. with uh, Yeah, he was all right. But, yeah, his acting was so-so. But I'm not expecting him to be... An, an Academy Award winner on that part of it. He might win so, a, uh, a, teen, that, a Teen Choice Award, though. He might. Or a Nickelodeon. He might, he might win a Razzie. A Nickelodeon blimp <laughs> and a Razzie. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I liked it, and here's my, my hot take on this one. 
I was actually more entertained with this movie than Black Widow. <laughs> Ouch. And that, and, and I know that's not going to, I guess, land well with some people, but well, I actually was a little bit more entertained than Black Widow. Didn't you give it the Widow. same rating now that I think about it? Didn't you say Black Widow yeah, was a I, seven? I think I, yeah, I gave it a seven. It, I, I think it, it was just that Black Widow was just so... Uh, what's called Marvel formulaic, Gen- like you generic MCU. It was, it was definitely phase uh, phase two MCU. Yeah, so for me, I was like, okay, this is gonna come next. That's gonna come next, and then on Space Jam, I was thinking, oh, this is gonna happen. Are, are we saying spoilers also? Yeah, it's oh well, yeah, spoilers going forward if you haven't seen it. So. <laughs> um, there that the, the ending scene where where LeBron is or yeah, LeBron's gonna dunk the ball. You think that he looks like he's going to stretch his arm out, and then he doesn't. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, something's going to happen. I'm like, oh, that that brought out more emotion out of me than certain Black Widow fight scenes. Damn. Eh. But you, you have to admit that, right? No, I get it. I mean, Black Widow, it was kind of one of those things, too. Like, if, just because you kind of already... It was their fault for, like, kind of going back, back in time as far as, like, the timeline goes. Yeah. Because you know she's going to survive it because she's an endgame, so... Yeah. I mean, the stakes weren't, like, high, so you kind of weren't like, oh, shit, like, she's going to die. You already knew it was going to happen. Mm-hmm. So you're like, oh, she's going to kick all these girls' asses. And, you know, she kind of did and kind of yeah. didn't, but... Um, no, I, I see your point. Um, for the record, I want to say I, I was entertained. I, I liked a lot of the basketball references... I like that they had the original Monstars in there. Um, they, yeah. had, they had two cameos. Um, they weren't ever in their, like, basketball forms. They were just in their regular um, alien Mondo Mountain forms. But um, it, it was good. Um, I guess my only gripe with it was, like, how they ended up, like, playing the basketball part. Because once they got to the basketball game and they got to, like, the Looney Tunes and other um, properties, like, it was cool. Um, just the one-on-one acting with LeBron and his uh, son was really cringy, um, especially at the house. Um, after watching Space Jam 1, I think they tried too hard to do a MJ intro, how, like, they tried to focus on his childhood, which I think they could have yeah. just gone a different direction. Um, but, yeah, I mean, the reason I gave it a 5.5 was because of, like the plot but if we're just gonna go on entertainment alone like i was entertained so it would be a seven on that end it's just because of like the wannabe filmmaker in me i just can't give it a seven <laughs> because the, mm-hmm. the the plot was just like you can't stand i mean i know granted it's a movie with the fucking looney tunes but like i even think looney tunes back in action kind of had a more solid plot than uh than space jam 2 um but the uh yeah everything else was cool um, Don Cheeto looked like he was having fun. Um, his acting, I mean, was decent. I mean, the lines were cringy, but, like, he, you could tell he was having fun with it, which is cool. And, um, yeah, a lot of the Easter eggs were really cool. I just wish that, uh, I guess, because it is Space Jam, I just kind of wish there was more from the NBA side of it. So... Like, like with the other players? Yeah. Or? Like, I, I mean, I, I didn't necessarily want them to be, like... Okay, I know you don't want to copy the first one, because then it's like, oh, you're just like, this is a reboot. But 
I still feel like if they were gonna go the whole realm of like the video game, when they when um, what is it? Uh, Don Jittle's character is it? I want I want it's not it's not Ollie G. Algorithm. 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 So when he like mentions the part about uh, LeBron's son's phone being able to like take stuff, like I literally thought that like when he had the models of the NBA players, I thought that's what like they were gonna do, like their version of stealing the powers. Is I thought like they were gonna uh, show okay. them like on their phones and then they get sucked into this and then they become like the characters or something or like something something similar yeah. to that. Um, I just think it would have been cooler to have them interact on that end. That's like the one thing because uh, my favorite part in the Space Jam one is still the whole Charles Barkley scene. Like, it's 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 just really really funny. But other than that, yeah, it was it was still really good. Um, my favorite Looney Tune is Taz, so I like that he got to do more in this movie than he did in the first one. And then uh, yeah. I did like the Speedy Gonzalez thing again, another one of my. Uh, <laughs> Speedy Gonzalez was, like, all over the movie with, like, really funny lines. Yeah, and so it was cool because he was voiced by Gabriel Iglesias, so. Um, oh, was he? Yeah, so it was, it was pretty cool. Uh, after after finding out it was him, like, I could hear I could hear, uh, hear it. But um, Lola Bunny was good. About- so Zendaya did really good as Lola Bunny. Um, I really think that's it because I don't think Bugs and everything was, like, I think Bugs was the original whoever's doing the, the voice for the Looney Tune cartoons. Because bugs sound yeah. the same, but um, I'm trying to think what else. Oh, if they end up making a movie of the Looney Tunes in like the Warner Brothers properties, I'd be down to watch that shit. Cause, oh uh, yeah, because yeah. Roadrunner and Wiley e. Coyote and Mad Max was fucking on point. <laughs> like, yeah, out of all the cameos, that one was the best. Best, well done on that. Yeah, one. Yeah, the weirdest one was the Game of Thrones one with Foghorn Leghorn. Like that, I don't understand how that competes. Yeah. like that's. Yeah, that just doesn't make sense to me. Uh, but, uh, yeah, the the Daffy in DC was cool. Uh, although I thought they should have made him Bat Duck, not Super Duck. True. Um, but I'm trying to think what else. Oh, and the Rick and Morty with Taz. Freaking perfect. Yes. That that was uh, another another reason why I really liked it, because I really like Rick and Morty and the fact that they paired it with Taz. I was like, oh, this is fucking sick, kick-ass. So. Yeah, I agree. But um, yeah, I mean it's uh, it's still worth checking out because I did have some friends because I did on my Instagram post like let's see if the critics were right, and I, I from a plot standpoint, I mean, it's a kids movie, so you got to have some leeway on it. But I really don't think like people giving it a one and shit like you have no soul, <laughs> like, like, like yeah. I mean, like it, I say, they need to watch uh, what is it, Street Fighter: The Legend of Chun Li, so. I still need to watch that. I need Please to find do. it. I need to find it. So. Hey, I have it on Blu-ray, so. Well, if I can't find it, I might have to borrow it from you. But if they made a 4K version, I'd buy it. Wow. <laughs> I I just heard that that movie's like a two-star movie, so. It's got Lana Lang in it, though. It does, and that's about it. That's as good of a cast as you can get. Yeah. I mean, I I have my share of like what people would call like shit movies. Like I like the Pest, and I know the Pest is like considered a really bad movie, but yeah. oh, and Super Mario Brothers. I I still actually really like that movie, and I know that that's like blasphemy, but 
Damn, John Leguizamo is in both movies. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think what I... I don't even think I own of any of his, like, considered good movies. Well, Spawn. Are going to have a John Leguizamo special? I could. Just go down the line. <laughs> well, I only have Super Mario Brothers and Spawn. I actually don't have Pest, but I do like Pest. So, like, when it's on TV, I'll watch it. Okay. So... Actually, it's because it has. I don't think it's been out on Blu-ray. The last time I remember seeing it, I think was at Best Buy. It was in the DVD section, for like three bucks. Damn. <laughs> yeah, and I just don't that, think there's a. Blu- I don't. I don't think there's ago. a demand for it on Blu-ray because I'm pretty sure. Well, you said you have it on Blu-ray. I was gonna say if, if you had Chun Li on DVD, I think it'd be one of those movies where it'd be hard to make it in Blu-ray. But. Mm-hmm. But yeah, as as for Space Jam, I would say still go see it, uh, especially if you like Looney Tunes and Warner Brothers Studios. Uh, yeah, it is fun to at least see like all the cameos in the background, um, like all their properties are, are there, like Bat, like the Tim Burton Batman and the Batman sixty six Batman's are there. Um, I'm trying to think. I don't think Riddler was there. But Mr. Freeze was there. Uh, Joker was there. Both Jokers. Um, yeah. Penguin. Catwoman. Like, both Catwomans. Tim Burton Catwoman and the Catwoman from 66. Um, yeah, I don't think Batman Forever was in there because I don't even remember seeing Two-Face. I don't think I saw. But I wonder why they would put Batman and Robin in there. Still Joel Schumacher. Go figure. But uh, Animaniacs were in there. Who else did we see? Pennywise the Clown. I'm trying to remember. There's a lot of cameos. Like, uh, literally, you could pause it. The mask. Yeah, the mask is in there, which uh, Paul didn't know is uh, Warner Brothers. Um, Animaniacs. Yeah, I already said that. Jetsons. Oh, yeah, the Jetsons, the Flintstones, uh, Scooby-Doo, uh, King Kong, Iron Giant, but those are in the trailer. Um... I mean, there's more, but it's still come to mind. I just know I got really giddy when I saw the original Monstars. So. Yeah, same here. <laughs> nostalgia, yeah. like, to the max. I was like, ah. So, the question is, if they'd make a Space Jam 3, would I watch it? Yes. Should it be with LeBron? No. Who is it going to be? I don't know right now, to be honest with you. It's too, it's too, it's too early to tell. But, uh, just because he, like... Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks because they won. I could see Giannis in it. That'd be funny. Funny ass movie with Giannis. Because yeah. I'm just gonna go on the record and say too, like, for the longest time I did want a Space Jam two, but the Space Jam two I wanted was with Kobe Bryant. But Kobe never wanted to act in a movie, so I'm pretty sure, like, if anything, the writing on the walls like they wanted him, but he didn't. Oh, he didn't, didn't want to act. He wanted to be behind the camera, so. He, he has an award for that anyway. Yeah, so. <laughs> well, that's because, like I said, we my mom and me watched that special. And they every time they asked him, like, would you be in movies? And he said no, that he doesn't want to do that. Because he didn't want to, like, embarrass himself. So. Hey, that's all good. Shout out to Kobe. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, I guess that's it for the uh, Space Jam segment. And uh, we'll go back to the... Uh, 
regular stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so with that said, let's uh let's talk about Loki. The finale. You guys watched the assembled? I did not yet. Oh, it's I really, really good. Uh, I watched. What is that? Not, What's uh, assembled? Uh, so it's the behind the scenes. Like oh. The okay. documentary of filming. It's really cool. So uh, I haven't watched Watch the it. other two, <laughs> ironically, but I did watch this one, and Tom Hiddleston narr narrates it. So it's really cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, the one division one is really good. I need to watch that one. I need to watch all. I gotta of them. go watch. Well, we, yeah, we have until August 11th until the next one comes out, so give me something to watch until then, you know? Yeah. Yeah, what if? It's going to be cool. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I kind of had a reaction video. Well, not a video, but I did a reaction, like, audio-only podcast, if you haven't heard that. It was seven minutes of me just being, holy shit, what the fuck? But, um, yeah, I, I gave my opinion on it, so. Um, Paul and Tommy, I would like to know what your guys' opinion of it was. Opinion on Loki? Just the finale, not the whole the whole thing as a whole. Like we'll talk about that after, but just like the finale itself, like what was like your reaction? Uh, Paul, you want to go first, or you want me to go first? Sure, I could go. Um, go for it. I I overall liked the, the episode. It was a little subdued, but I think it worked in a good way. Mm -hmm. Um. It was more exposition than action, which is kind of odd for a Marvel type thing. You would think that there would be a lot more action in this. Um, but the exposition for the upcoming stuff, I think, like is really good on there. So uh, I think it balances out that way with the exposition rather than the action. So overall, I, I like the episode. And it just, there's, there's a lot of stuff that could happen from there. Yes, exactly. Oh, and just yeah. for the record, I didn't say it, but... It should go without saying now. Spoilers. So if you don't want to hear spoilers, <laughs> we'll see you uh, next episode. All right, Tommy. Uh, yeah, what's it called? I, we'll pause it at the end is what stood out to me is uh, everything that was in this finale, what it's going to set forth moving forward in MCU. Like with, the, with, with Kang, with the multiverse, with possible secret... Uh, like I think it's called Secret Wars, where everybody, yeah. all the different universes, fight against each other. Um, so that's that's what I'm intrigued by is what what this like sets the foundation for moving forward. Like like um, WandaVision kind of did a little bit where they kind of introduced in Scarlet Witch and possible um, get into different like a dark dimension, whatever. But this actually sets forth. Um, this this makes more sense to me and how they're going to introduce somebody like the X-Men and I don't know if Fantastic Four per se but X-Men because this is my theory I'm going to go into a theory real quick um I was always curious how they were going to how they were going to introduce introduce the X-Men like how are you going to bring them in like how you how are the X-Men not a part of it like how will they sit out that battle with Thanos um <clears throat> so with Kang uh, introducing Kang and introducing like pruning and stuff like that. So what my theory is is that 
Kang went and, and pruned all the mutants. Like, he didn't let the mut- 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 mutants be a part of the universe. So that's why they weren't involved in anything. So that's what, that's my theory. I don't. It's a working whatever. I don't know if it's gonna hold hold water moving forward. But that's the only only thing I could think of as to why they haven't been. I know they, they didn't have the rights to them. That's that's corporate stuff, whatever. But yeah. why they weren't a part of the universe because mutants has been a, a part of the. MCU since the dawn of time, since um, the pharaohs of Egypt and stuff like that. So that's when Apocalypse first came into into play. So, <clears throat> so this kind of sets that sets forth where you can actually introduce the X Men, like the multiverse, kind of like branching out and stuff like that. So, so that's just a working theory. That's what I'm because I, I it's been on my mind like how are you gonna introduce the X Men? How are you gonna introduce the X Men? Now this makes kind of makes sense if they go that route. Cool. Yeah, I'll, I'll get into a theory in, in a second. Um, and and I, I, I do think the Fantastic Four would be introduced. It would make sense. But um, So, D- Jonathan Majors being in this finale was super kick-ass. I did not see it coming, to be honest with you. Um, I texted Paul because I knew Paul was watching it, and I was like, what the fuck? Like I, I didn't, I didn't expect that to yeah. happen. Um, so the reason I asked if you guys watched Assembled is because Assembled kind of talked about what Paul just brought up. How like normally, because they even said normally in a third act, it's usually like a big action fight and everything like that. And that was literally what Episode Five was. Episode Five was like their big action, and Episode Six was mm-hmm. literally just the exposition of it. And uh, Kate Heron said that she was, she really liked that she got to do that because she said that was. A testimony of what the show has been is like they're in their own little thing. So she said she liked how that finale got to basically be what 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 the show was was like kind of different. So um, the finale, like from what I've seen mostly, um, the general thing is it was really well liked. There are still people that don't like it for that reason because they said it was boring. But um, I'm just glad that my mom really liked it and she was actually able to keep up. Like I thought she might've got confused, but she totally understood what was going on. Um, and the intro, I really like how they did that in the beginning where it was literally like all of the MCU in the, in the intro with the, oh, yeah. with the logo. Um, I like, um, how a couple people have broken it down, like the theory behind that. And it kind of makes sense where it's literally because when it starts off with that, it's literally all the movies in, somewhat chronological order and then when they break down to like the worlds and they start doing like the quotes from like the real world and then there's a wandavision um they do um and then they they actually do the loki show like you actually hear classic loki say glorious purpose and then you hear the last thing that i remember hearing is sylvie saying open your eyes which was the last thing she said in episode five before they go to the citadel and then it takes you to the citadel so um there is a um like a spaceship that they do show when they switching worlds. Um, there's a theory behind that because it's it's all based off of that theory I talked about like two episodes ago with those dudes um, that Evan sent me where they talk about it being in the quantum realm. So if that yeah. is like the quantum realm, the theory is that like that could be the Fantastic Four in that ship. Um, <laughs> so, well, I guess I'll just kind of jump into it. So this is like my crazy theory too, so... I have a theory, but I need more. Um, 
I figure the Fantastic Four is going to be in this sooner than later, probably soon before the mutants. Well, actually, probably at the same time because now I think with Wanda's kids, like you kind of have established mutants. Um, it just Wanda in general. But um, for those who don't know, because Kang was not in the finale. That was He Who Remains, which is a variant, or well, yeah, it's a variant of Kang. And that's why, because cool, the Assembled, like, brought that up. How, like, Jonathan Majors liked playing that because this was, like, a different version. So the way he brought it up in Assembled kind of makes me more excited for King and other stuff. Because he literally said that, like, he who remains, which is who we saw in the finale, is a very tame version. And King is, like, the complete fucking psycho version of him. So that's what's going to be cool. Um, as I was saying, though, in the comics, which... They pretty much kind of are falling to a T because this combination of He Who Remains was another version of King variant, which was a Mortis. And if you look up the comic, like there's attires besides the giant <laughs> headpiece, uh, their attires pretty much the same. So um, King is Nathaniel Richards in the comic, which is a descendant of Reed Richards. So because of that, I would say you would have to kind of bring in the Fantastic Four down the line like they'd have to be and that's why i figured like by the end of phase four i'm pretty sure they'll be in it um so the thing is though like i'm not i'm cool with it i was in the uh, john krasinski camp but seeing as you've casted jonathan majors who is african-american i don't think the fantastic four will be the traditional comic version i'm pretty sure that the fantastic four will be of african-american descent so i'm cool with that um, there's also a thing for Ahmed Best to get Reed Richards. I'm in the camp. So if Reed Richards becomes Ahmed Best, I, I'm, I'm That'd all for be it. amazing. I'm cool for it. I'm, I'm all for that also. Who's Ahmed Best? Uh, he is Jar Jar Binks, the voice of Jar Jar Binks. Uh, and he, the thing he's done, like, live action-wise was in Star Wars, he did, um, the YouTube channel. It's the Jedi Temple, where they had him as a Jedi. But someone did a mock-up of him as Reed Richards, and it, it's pretty good. So, And he was, like, all excited. So if Marvel wants to, to cast him, there's already support for it. Assuming Redemption. They, yeah, assuming they go that route. And I'm, like, just, like, the out-of-world. The reason I would like that is because, like, now he's getting praise for it. But, like, he got a really shitty short end of the stick on the prequels because he played Jar Jar Binks. Like, so much to the point where, like, he said, like, he came out and said, like, he was going to kill himself because of, like, all the hate he got. So I just think it'd be, like, a really cool difference for him to come into, like, already in the loved universe and then give him, like, that. So he gets, like, high praise. Like, I just think it should be, like, a real, like Disney owes him that, if I'm just going to. I mean, let me Google it. I never even heard about my dad. It's all good, man. Look at it. Like, it's it's, it's just to be, it was, uh, it got a couple, uh, a couple days ago, it got already, like, the clickbaity sites are talking about it because he posted it. But, um, yeah, um... The, the fact that there's a second season, I'm super stoked. So it'll be another six episodes, so it'll be like a 12-episode run. Um, I After watching it the second time and then watching Assembled, I think when Sylvie sends Loki through the door, I think she sends him to a multiverse TVA. Yeah, I don't. It's not. I, I don't think it's, it's the same TVA because now that I think about it, because like that's why I'm like, oh, Mobius didn't know who he was. Um, so 
That'll be interesting. I think to he, see. he got sent to Kang's Kang's TVA. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So, because I don't know like how much they're gonna follow the comics, but the other thing too is if they go with it, there's a whole th- thing called the time twisters, which are like like a warped version of the timekeepers. So I don't know if they end up will be exploring that too, but in like just like to sum it up, like I end right now. This is like my number one Disney Plus show. Like out of all three of them, it goes Loki. Um, I guess it would be WandaVision, like, after seeing Loki, just because of implications, and then Falcon and Winter Soldier for being grounded. But Falcon and Winter Soldier held my attention more, if that makes sense. But yeah. But uh, Loki... Are Loki, we going to do a rating between them that right if now? If you want to, but I'm just saying Loki is, like, number one, like, that's, I like, I, I like that one the most. Do you guys want to do a rating? Okay. Uh, I'll go WandaVision, Loki, and then Captain America. Okay. Oh, wow. I didn't know you would go WandaVision um, ahead of uh, all of them. I didn't know WandaVision. I'll go... I'm going to say... It's because I'm a meathead. I like uh, fucking Winter Soldier. I like the the action in it. The That fight scene in episode 5, I always bring it up, but it, it was it was really awesome to me. Um, and then Loki, and then WandaVision. Mm. I like how we all have a different number one. That's pretty cool. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, it's only it's only because of that fight team. That fight team, they're all where they snapped uh, oh, they uh snapped U.S. The, agent's arm. Yeah. That was that was pretty crazy. And then him just going nuts. The the scene where he killed the dude, like the the this. The imagery in that in that um, that show kind of stood out, where he's standing there with the bloody shield, where he the scene where he has the shield above his head and he's slamming it down dude's chest. So mm-hmm. it was pretty. I enjoyed no, that. All, all of these it shows, like they all have Disney-like. Yeah, well, they all have they all have like cool cinematography, we were, uh, and they all have like, like their own. Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? But like, I, like you could, they all stand like alone. And that's what's cool. Like yeah, they, they yeah they like you said they they ha- they're they stand apart from each other. They're not the same. They're all they all have exactly. their different tone. They're different. Um, just a, you can't really compare the two. It's just it's all per- personal preference. Like I love Loki, um, the story. I love where it's gonna lead the the universe next. I feel that one was the most impactful in that sense. Like they're by introducing a, a major villain like Kang, Kang is like Thanos level like villain so yeah. by introducing him by um, like setting forth this one sets forth the future of the MCU pretty much more so than any of the other shows yeah. so that's especially why I do, if they that's do Secret do Wars about. the other reason I, I say that Fantastic Four too is because in the comic Secret Wars and now they have the rights to him Doctor Doom plays a huge part in that too yeah yeah. So uh, that'd be yeah. cool if like Doctor Doom be, gets introduced. Awesome. Like, I'm hoping he does. Yeah. Um, and Doctor Doom is super intelligent and like he's next level. Just he's right. He's one of the best um, villains in the MCU. So just, that's a, that's a huge character to introduce. They have to get the casting on that one just right. Um, I'm not the I'm not best. He didn't. I mean, if he's cool, like if he's a good, I, I don't care who what. 
what nationality gets casted in, in the Reed Richards, Reed Richards uh, role. As long as he's a good actor, that's if you don't cast a great actor in that role, then you'll you'll it just it won't be a good thing, I guess. Yeah, no, it forward. just has to be a believable scientist. I could care, yeah, I could care, yeah, I could care less what color the actor is. It is you just need a good actor in that in that role. They need to get the the casting right when it comes yeah. to all these characters moving forward. Who's gonna be the next Wolverine? Who's gonna be the the next uh, uh, Mr. Fantastic? Um, Human Torch, like those are the biggest ones. Probably, well, one of the biggest ones is um, Doctor Doom. So you gotta you gotta nail it. I I love Jonathan Majors as Kang. So yeah, so I'm excited to see what's what's coming next. Yeah, you know? like I said, the only reason I brought that up is because Jonathan, because Kang is because everyone's all. I know some people are saying, oh, Kang's blue. No, his mask is blue. Kang in the comics is actually a white guy because he's an, an uh, he's related to Reed Richards. So um, yeah. And then if they're gonna follow the comic standpoint, there's uh, like it just depends. I know they're not faithful to the comics, so who knows? John Krasinski could end up being, um, you know, Reed Richards, which I know like yeah. everybody wants. And and like I know there's actually the mockups, and he's I know he's down to do it. But on the flip side, Emily Blunt, she doesn't like comic book movies. She even came out and said some people got pissed at her for that. Like, fuck, it's her opinion. Like, she doesn't have to fucking like these movies. But, like, yeah, she she's she like doesn't really want to do it. Like, I'm sure she would do it because money talks. But at the same time, like, I'd rather have someone who's really passionate to do it as opposed to someone who's for just sure. doing it because, one, her husband really wants to do it and she's doing it because of her husband, not so much that she wants to. But either depending if they give her like the, I mean, if they they have an interesting story to tell and she like is one of those actresses that will go based off story, maybe it would make her want to do it. But at the same time, I don't want them to have to pull teeth to make her into like, come into the role, you know. So if you want to cast someone yeah. else who's wanting you to do it, I'm totally for that too. Just saying. Um, what else was I gonna say? Let me say something else. Um. So as far as, like, the whole Sylvie thing, I know, like, we have no idea what the fuck really season two is going to be, but do you see, like, her still, like, staying after this? Or do you think that, like, she'll be wrapped up in season two? Or you, do you think she'll end up being able to be in a movie? Because I think they could all technically be in Doctor Strange, too, <laughs> if you want to. If they are going to get a movie, I think they all technically could be in Doctor Strange. I think she's going to be a part of the MCU before she did a good job. She did a really good job. Um, she's gonna be in Loki season two first, I think, before they introduce her in, in, into anything else, I believe. Um, so, so you don't think she'd be in Doctor Strange? Because I don't even know that there's like no release date for season two, which I assume would be probably oh. next year. Because, because see, I don't know what to believe. Because the rumor was that like, well, actually, no, actually, I think because Assembled answers that question because they said that Jonathan Majors was literally cast the last week of filming. So it was because um, they talked about it in the show. They said that they started filming in February of 2020, and then because of the pandemic and everything, they wrapped. Like they wrapped when like the second episode or something was going. Because I remember Kate Herring posted like just finished wrapping, and it was like very recent. So they they're not shooting season two. I just answered my own fucking question, but um, it's just like I don't know when they will film it, but um. Because who's to say? I know they're. Doctor Strange hasn't started. Spider Man finished. Or actually, I think Doctor Strange is about to start filming. 
So I don't know, man. It's all, it's all, it's all, it's all crazy. But because uh, I know they're still casting like supposed cameos and shit. Because the whole multiverse thing, if that's true, oh, sorry, I'm, I'm like going all over the place, guys. I apologize. Um, I guess Spider-Man might be a, a link with this too, and only because of like. In episode five, when they showed Avenger Tower, the name that was on it, it's Kuang or Kang, Kuang Tower. It's a company that Kang owns. So, and if you guys remember in Homecoming, it's already been bought. Like, I know everyone thought it would be the Baxter building. It was going to be turned into the Baxter building for Fantastic Four. But if they go down this route, it could technically be Kang's company that bought out uh, the Avenger Tower. If they're gonna go that route, and then you could end up seeing it in No Way Home, like who actually is the owner of it, and it could end up being King too. I don't think I I know that for sure he's gonna make an appearance as King in um, Quantumania at Man and the Wasp Quantumania, but his variants could still show up in other movies because they did say that he's got different variants, so you could see like the variant of of him. So, and Jonathan Majors is like a really good actor, and like. In the finale, like, he sucked me in. Like, I literally, like, when it was over, I didn't realize, like, that fucking 30 minutes had passed of him just sitting there talking. Like, it was really, like, he, I was, like, captivated. I was like, holy shit. That's why I wasn't disappointed. And then people were like, oh, this was boring. It wasn't fucking boring at all. So. Yeah, no, if you listen to that conversation where he's, he's literally telling them, like, he's, he's their best option moving forward. Either you let me do my thing or you guys take over. One or the other. You don't want to, he goes, you don't want to meet, if you think I'm bad, you don't want to meet my, my, my variants. Yeah. So he kind of said, he kind of like, he let it out. And then, um, Loki knew, Loki knew that it was in their best interest to keep him alive. He knew that by killing him, they were going to unleash something. They had no idea like what they were going to unleash. And he was trying, he was trying to tell Sylvie that, but Sylvie, I think because she was, it was like her life goal to get to that point and kill whoever took her life away from her. So whoever that person yeah. was had to die. Like she did. She, there was no reasoning with her at that point. And that 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 person in charge of everything that that took her life away from her was was Kang was at the the head of it. Well, the yeah. it wasn't Kang, but he was uh, the one who remained. Yeah. Or whatever whatever he went by, but um, yeah. So, I really enjoyed that whole dynamic of let him live and we go we go about our lives or kill him. And who knows what's coming next, you know? So who knows what's coming next now? So, and that's what, and when Kang, when they killed him, well, when they killed he who remains, he goes, see you soon. Yeah. Like, real, real cryptic, you know? So. Yep. That's crazy. Well, I mean, I, I, the reason too is because he said that like he had a win-win situation because they said he said even if you kill me, like I'm destined to come back here anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah. Like it's like a, like he's already seen the future, so he just couldn't see yeah. beyond that point. But like because he's from the future, so him dying, he's like, oh yeah, well I'm, I'm gonna be here anyway because I'm the one who survives this whole secret war. So yeah, so yeah, it's it's really it's really cool. Um, and I like and I like said this. go ahead. No, just like what I said earlier, this set, this gonna, this one had more impact on what's gonna happen in the future than the other TV shows or any other movie. And like you you mentioned it earlier, um, 
with Spider-Man, the next Spider-Man movie. It's it's going to be a part. It's going to be WandaVision, Spider-Man, and Doctor Strange that are going to deal with the whole multiverse moving forward. And then after those movies, it's going to it's going to trickle into everything else. So it's going to bleed into all the other movies. So yeah. I don't think, like maybe Shang Chi and maybe um, Eternals might have something to some input on that. But I don't. Who knows. I think well, Eternals more more like it's gonna be an origin. Yeah, story. I say. Well, they're they're still more like in their origins. If anything, it would be like end credit scene. Yeah, I would say like Black Widow. How like the end credit scene established? Like, because I don't I don't even know really what <sighs> Hawk, if Hawkeye would even really address that so much going forward. I still I'm still yeah. under the impression yeah. that even though Doctor Strange is because um, there's still no is there. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> there still isn't an official Avengers movie in Phase Four. I still strongly believe that the closest to that is Doctor Strange. So it's just interesting to see who else is going to get sucked into it. Because now, apparently, what I, the before all this, I originally thought that Doctor Strange would just be like an Avengers team up of like all the other characters that were being introduced. But I mean, we'll see now. Who knows if if because of the whole multiverse thing, but. Because of the whole multiverse thing now, too, I guess it's very possible that Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire are really in Spider-Man. Because now, now, I mean, I'm not getting my hopes up because Tom Holland, but then again, Tom Holland, you know, <laughs> with the grain of salt, you could say, told everybody to not get your hopes up that they're not in the movie, but the boy blabbermouths everything, so Marvel would have kept that from him anyway. <laughs> But, um, yeah, um, I don't really know what else to say. Anything else? No, we kind of, Paul, do you want to add anything to it, too? Yes, I will say this. Um, it being Friday, the volume two of the Loki soundtrack also came out, and both volume one and volume two are amazing. I I highly suggest downloading it. My favorite track off of uh, what's it called, Volume Two, is what was it called? Uh, classic builds, and that's like the the last part of episode five. Episode five, when you see all the uh, Loki variants, it's just that really ominous villainous sound. Is that what the it's, like? It's, it's got awesome. like the violins playing. Yeah. Yeah. It's no. it's one of my favorite parts of the entire series. So that came out today, and go download it. Cool. I will have to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's it. Because I could say other stuff, but it's, like, super personal. And I'll tell you guys off the pod about, the, about why right. I like this show, like, resonated with me. But, um, so, yeah, that'll do it. That's episode 27. Um, if you think there's anything we missed, shoot us an email, geekconclave at gmail.com. I'm just going to throw it out there now. If you want to follow me on Instagram, it's at EJFergoso on Instagram. I don't really post too much, but I do post a lot of stories, but it's just geeky shit. I don't know. Paul, you want to throw your Instagram out there? It's the same, Boris28. And then tell me it doesn't do Instagram. Sorry. <laughs> Oh no! Yeah, you do. Have, yeah, he does. Uh, <laughs> I'm sorry. Look, I think I have Instagram. I think so I don't, I don't is, think I deleted is, uh, it. No. My, mine says uh, "Hey, bullhead." That's it. Yeah. 
But um, no, no numbers. No numbers. Uh, this is hopefully the last week of like a cold intro. I found, uh, like intro music. I've just been like editing a video, for the video side. But the audio side's kind of, I guess, done. But whatever. Hopefully, I have it next episode. Um, now that I have a regular schedule, I'll also be on Twitch. Um, it's Buckethead Eddie eighty eight on Twitch. I will uh, stream something, either Super Smash Brothers fighting people, or um, I don't know. When's the thirty? Well, maybe Ascension, but that's like next week. So. Oh, uh, the ascent. The ascent. God. Yes. Maybe, I should, maybe I really shouldn't drink this on the on, on the fucking podcast. I downed it too fast, and I haven't eaten dinner, so. Yeah, so, uh, good night, guys, and I will, we'll see you next episode. Good night. Good night. Yeah.